0: Well, hello and welcome to another week of Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Women Magazine.
1: And I'm Ian and writer on What's On TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 29th of January 2021 and they include... Richard the Hamster Hammond in Amazon Prime's <laughs> reality show The Great Escapists and Netflix period drama The Dig.
0: And we'll also be looking at Apple TV film Palmer starring my favourite Justin Timberlake <laughs> and all four's espionage thriller Bullets. But first, Ian, what's in the news?
1: Well, this is hot off the press. This very day I interviewed Samson Kao, who... You may well know from, he was in that show that we reviewed, Truth Seekers, with Nick Frost, about uh, paranormal investigators. Anyway, he is the co-writer and star of Mm -hmm. Sliced, the Dave comedy about a pair of pizza delivery men. That's coming back for a second series, and we'll be hearing a little bit more from him later in the show. What's caught your eye, Hannah?
0: Well, what's caught my eye is my dog just being thoroughly sick Uh in the kitchen but apart from that Ian that is is the breaking news from the Fernando household um but I digress Um, what I'd like to to talk about oh my goodness me working from home is a joy um Disney Plus um is uh bringing us the best-selling teen book series The Mysterious Benedict Society to our screen so um anything on disney plus is, is is something for me and something for my family i'd imagine
1: okay well uh, a good week this week i would say a couple of decent films and uh, a couple of interesting new series so we kick off on amazon prime with the great escapists which is a new reality show featuring the grand tour and top gear star richard hammond here's a clip we're stranded on a desert island. We're not going anywhere.
0: We might be able to build something to get us home. Oh. oh, yeah! Oh, this is going to help us get off the island.
1: Hey, does But It's so cool.
0: The worst part is you don't want to get rescued. That's rubbish.
1: Yes, so this arrives on Amazon Prime on Friday the 29th of January. There are six episodes. Um, it's a slightly unusual one. Let's imagine you crossed the Grand Tour with Mythbusters. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Well, the guy who presents that, Tori Belici, he is cast away on a Pacific island with the hamster, Richard Hammond. And the idea is that they have to use their kind of knowledge of engineering and construction to uh, survive and hopefully escape from the island. So... They're kind of playing heightened versions of themselves, and there's a, there's a sort of constructed reality in that they start to go slightly crazy and they start fighting with each other. <laughs> and uh, but but it's it is fun. I think if you like the Grand Tour, you're going to enjoy this. And if you like Hammond's sort of excitable, quite jolly personality, yeah, I think this will be for you. Though for some people, I think the sort of the fact that it's it, it is a little bit constructed may put them off but, but some of the things they build I've got to say they are impressive and this, this guy Tory he has also worked in sort of special effects on sci-fi films and making models and that sort of thing and I, I think they make a good they make a good duo and the sort of Anglo-American thing I think is uh, is quite fun
0: I, I do like Richard Hammond I, I've I, you know he's always been it was sort of like the within the, the trio of um, Top Gear he kind of was the funny little one wasn't he? <laughs> and he, he, kind of, he he really worked he was so he kind of he was loved by younger people but also loved by the grannies
1: one of the things they're trying to sort of push in in this series is that y- you actually do learn a bit about about science and engineering by watching it um as well as having a good laugh i shall be tuning into that what have you got for us this week hannah
0: well, um, we've got a film on Apple TV and, uh, you know, you know how much I, uh, I love Prime, Amazon Prime, and I, I might be wavering here. You know, my loyalty is oh, might be goodness. swinging towards Apple TV. I mean, that is a breaking news flash in itself, to be honest with you. Um, but they are really are coming up with some cracking content. Um, and this particular film as well has some really great music in it. Um, let's have a listen to a clip and then we can have a chat about it.
1: That boy, that's Sam. His mama took off. He'll be staying with us till she's back. You know you're a boy, right? Yeah. In the hours that I've known...
0: Do you know when my
1: mama's coming back?
0: So it's fair to say that Justin Timberlake's come quite a long way, hasn't he really, since his Britney Spears days. Um, <laughs> he really kind of, he, he can absolutely axe, you know, he's he's absolutely brilliant, um, and you see him playing the part of a former high school um, football star, and he's kind of gone from this hometown hero, if you like, to a convicted felon. I think it was it's eleven or twelve years he's behind bars, um, and then he returns back to his hometown of Louisiana, and he moves back in with his grandmother called Vivian, who raised him, and he's kind of try. You watch him trying to rebuild his life, and. It's, it's really hard for him and he has this kind of, uh, I suppose, prison, if being behind bars, prison has it's changed him as a person. But you see him re-engaging, if you like, um, kind of with his softer side. side. Um, and he, he wants a quiet life after everything that's happened. He, he wants a, a much quieter life. And um, it, it, things become very complicated um, when his grandmother's uh, neighbour, Shelley, disappears. And she leaves her very, very unique and very, very sweet um, a seven-year-old son, Sam. Um, and he's, he's bullied an awful lot. Um, he, he's, he's different to the other children, which isn't something to celebrate. Um, but in that, you know, in that area, not so much. And um, he, he becomes his primary carer. And it's, it's a real journey. It's, it's a really lovely film. And as I say, um, some great music too. I don't know what you thought of it, Ian.
1: I enjoyed it. I'd let me just start off by saying Justin Trousersnake. There we are. I've got it out of my system. <laughs> now, I think he is a good actor, um, Timberlake. And I, I don't think there's too much to test him in this because he's sort of playing it a bit in a kind of like Ryan Gosling style. as He's one of these kind of mm. strong, silent characters. Although there is the odd flash of violence from him. So, it. It is a sort of familiar story, guy comes back to his roots, he's, he's been through troubled times, it's a story of redemption. The real star of it, I think, is the kid he plays, uh, this boy Sam, who Sam. likes playing with dolls oh. and he likes it's wearing gorgeous. dresses, he's a wonderful, natural performer. There's also um, Julian Temple's daughter, the film director. Um, she plays Shelley, who's this woman who lives in the trailer next door, and she's a druggie, and she has this violent boyfriend. Um, she's very good in it as well. I found a couple of scenes towards the end were a little bit clunky. Um,
0: a bit predictable. But, but
1: Timberlake is good in it. It's a good story. I enjoyed it. Good performances. So, so yeah, um, I think... Uh,
0: I don't like his shaved head. I'm going to put that out there, though, just for the frivolousness of what that about, what statement. What about the beard?
1: Are you happy with that?
0: Yeah, I quite like a beard. That's OK. <laughs> it's just the shaved head. It's not really... It's not long and it's not a proper crew cut, is it? It's just... Yeah, it's not for me. But I, I think I think it's, um, it's one of those films that you can sit down and, and mo- it will capture most of you in some way. You know? It, you'll, you'll enjoy it.
1: Absolutely. A heartwarming tale of redemption there. So uh meanwhile, over on all four, we've got a new international espionage thriller called Bullets. And here's a clip.
0: Have you ever lost anyone? My parents. What would you do to get them back? Anything?
1: So this, again, is available from Friday the 29th of January. There are 10 episodes. Now, are you a fan of the, uh, the Nordic noir, Hannah? Do you like a bit of Nordic noir?
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think I do, actually.
1: Okay, well, this is a Finnish... Is this
0: one for me, then? This is a, fin-
1: <laughs> this is a Finnish drama, and we've, we've seen quite a lot of Scandi stuff. This is a Finnish drama, and it follows the complicated relationship between Medina, who is a, a wanted Chechen... Terrorist who's, who was presumed dead, and Mari, who is an intelligence officer who's sort of going deep undercover. Now, one of the actresses you will recognise, she played uh, Tyrion Lannister's ill-fated mistress in Game of Thrones. It looks good, but I'm not entirely sure it's the kind of thing that you are going to be watching, wanting to watch during lockdown because it's it's quite hardcore. Um, there are things like people with, you know, suicide vests strapped to their chest. But I like the fact it's got two um, really strong female leads, a bit like, you know, Killing Eve, though it's, though it, this is all serious. Obviously, Killing Eve had that sort of uh, slightly lighthearted side to it as well. But, yeah, I think it looks like it's well-made. It's very exciting. And, and you know, these, these Nordic noir things, they do hook you in. Uh, also, you have to be prepared for a variety of languages in this so there will be subtitles and so on but um is this one that you're going to be watching Hannah?
0: Well subtitles used to really bother me because I'd find it really distracting but actually it's it's fine in certain situations and I and I think with this it is I I mean it won't surprise you to for me to say that it's it's quite gritty for me and, and I do think that as you're quite right during lockdown it's not necessarily something that fills you with great cheer which is what we're trying to do so I, I think perhaps it's um, a problem for me because of the because of the moment in time if you like but certainly well made um, and cer- certainly um, something something to watch and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I have seen parts of it um, but I do think that I, it's probably something I want to watch at another time as opposed to right now bit
1: gloomy yeah i'd agree with that i mean it it is action-packed it's also it's also quite interesting in the way that it deals with making difficult sort of ethical decisions Mm. under extreme circumstances um yes but as you say perhaps one to put on your list to watch in the near future now something coming up on netflix also on friday or friday is always the big day for (laughs) releases a period drama tell us more
0: there he is. Um, it's called The Dig and it stars none other than Carey Mulligan and Ralph Fiennes um, and it's a story of Sutton Hoo so um, this, is, this is based on a true story let's listen to her clip
1: we're standing in someone's graveyard I reckon Viking?
0: Oh, maybe older Mr Brown is an archaeologist
1: well I'm an excavator
0: you've come to dig up the mounds do
1: so you think there's something beneath?
0: Who are those men? They're from the museum. Ye gods! This
1: is pretty. I think you'd better come and see.
0: So I don't know what your history is like. Mine's fairly potted. Um, but um, essentially this is set in the summer of 1939 when the Second World War is is starting. And um, it's in this film, it's kind of on the brink of war. The country's on the brink of war. Um, and in a quiet corner of suffolk uh, a self-taught archaeologist is is making an amazing um historical discovery um and he unearths uh, a treasure laden 7th century anglo-saxon burial ship Um, now this all sounds very historical and a bit serious but it's not this is a story of relationships to and families coming together so it's not just the history that's so important here but that's the part that this the true story is based on um I didn't think I'd like it. I, I, I must admit, I did think. Well, do you know what? This is a bit historical, and maybe something I don't need to know about, or you know, not at all. It's absolutely something to watch. Ralph Fiennes is obviously an exceptional actor, uh, as is Carey Mulligan, and the two of them really bring this together. I don't know what you think, Ian, but I think this is absolutely worth a watch.
1: Yeah, I must admit, when I, I watched the trailer first, and um, when we said we were going to review it for this week. And and Ralph Fiennes is doing a sort of regional accent in this. uh, Alarm bells went off. But no, I really liked it. And as you say, it's a true story. It's covering things that we do so well. So it's very big on class. She's a sort of lonely, well-to-do widow who dresses for dinner and has a butler and lives in this beautiful house. He is a working class, as you say, self-taught, and the archaeology establishment looked down on him uh, and he describes himself as an excavator rather than uh, an archaeologist. Anyway, yes, so this was this famous find, this incredible Anglo-Saxon burial ship with, with a treasure trove inside it.
0: Didn't he only find it though because the, the historians, the archaeologists were actually too busy because of because it was on the brink of war, they were on the brink of war, basically they 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 didn't actually they couldn't come. And of course he made this discovery. I mean it's so incredible for him as a person. And then they sort of turn up and are like, wow, okay. Um and it, the most incredible find.
1: There's a lovely relationship that you think the story is going to be about the characters played by Mulligan and Fines and then you get this younger romance with Lily James is a young archaeologist who um who falls for this he's actually the cousin of of Kerry Mulligan's character who is um he's about to go and join the RAF in the war uh, there are lots of lovely little touches uh, Kerry Mulligan's character has a a young son and and she also is suffering from health problems and so that whole family dynamic is is beautifully handled and um, there's a great little performance from Monica Dolan mm. as uh, Basil Brown's wife so yeah I, I thought this was uh, an absolute delight and I did towards the end I found it very very moving and of course a bit with that detectorist's vibe the British countryside the sights and sounds of it are, are, are loom large so yes I think it's mm-hmm. a really nice piece of work
0: and because of where it's set, I think, like you say, because the countryside is very beautiful, but it's also quite sort of brown, isn't it? Because they're digging, and it's quite, in, in a way, it's quite dark in areas. But and sometimes films like that can feel very almost claustrophobic. You don't, you don't have that sense. Like you say, it's actually incredibly moving. It's very, very warm, despite what they're filming. Absolutely.
1: And then there's a great cameo. <laughs> From Ken Stott as a sort of pompous guy from the British Museum, and someone described him as looking like a sort of angry Toby Chuck, which I thought was quite good. <laughs> uh you've also got Spot Ben on. Chaplin uh plays Lily James's husband. He's he's a bit older than her, and you can tell that, that the marriage isn't very satisfactory from her point of view. Um but yeah, and also I must say from Fines. Very good pipe acting. I think you'll agree. He really uses his pipe as a prop. He does it properly.
0: He does, but, he, but he's so good like that, isn't he? I mean, it, I mean, it, the Carey Mulligan and Ralph Fiennes combination here is 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 winning. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I mean, we are used to seeing him playing fairly sort of upper class, well spoken characters, and he totally inhabits mm. this guy. He who who is who has a. He's very quiet. He's very steadfast. He has a great belief in his own abilities but i mean he is kind of trapped by the british class system and kept down but he retains this dignity so yeah terrific terrific performance now we're getting to that part of the podcast hannah where i ask you what you've been uh binging on so tell me all
0: well, I took a leaf out of your book, actually, because I've been watching things that are far too serious, apart from Bridgerton, of course, which I've completely finished, um, as we know, and loved. Um, but I thought I would have a look at Gavin and Stacey. It was um, it was on the planner, and I thought that that will give me a laugh. So I watched a few episodes of that. But I also, BBC iPlayer, um, Pooch Perfect, presented by Sheridan Smith. Yes. I um, mean, it's so funny, because it's on this, kind of this mission to find the, the nation's best dog groomer. And they put forward, I mean, Shih Tzu's are, are apparently one of the most popular pet pooches apparently. Um and they put forward these these long haired ones to be um to be groomed and it it's just it's just light hearted and it's fun and it's just, you know, absolutely the medicine that we need at the moment, I think.
1: Do your dogs go to the grooming salon?
0: They do because um well, Aww. one of them particularly, he's part poodle, so he's nice and curly, so he does need a groom. Um, Is that the
1: one that's been licking the floor today? <laughs> if, if we don't know why.
0: <laughs> the one that just vomited everywhere earlier in the podcast. Yeah, that one. Um, no, no, it was the it was the other one that did that. Actually, if she does groom. Just went, I can't stand a stinky dog. has got they've got oh, to be no, washed. If you I don't agree. have facilities, you need you need to get that to happen.
1: Agreed. Well, before before I tell you what I've been binging on, well, let's hear from someone much more interesting. It's yes, Samson Ko. Who talked to me about series two of Dave's comedy Sliced earlier on today, and um, I asked him what he'd been binge watching during lockdown, and this is what he told me: I've gone back to Game of Thrones. I started that again. I watched Succession. Yeah, The Undoing. I watched that. I did that. I've watched so much telly and film that it's just I've just gone mad. (laughs) I've gone mad. I've done too much. but yeah I'm now watching the entourage it's like an American uh, sitcom i've never watched it before it's amazing i've just've literally just started it yes and as a result Hannah of course before I talked to him I went to a UK TV play and watched the first three episodes of sliced uh, which i'd never watched before i didn't think it would be particularly be my cup of tea but it's a great sitcom and i mean this guy samson is uh he's a real star in the making i think he's so talented he's a great comedy actor he also is a really good writer and he's got um another interesting series coming up that he has written and will also be appearing in so um yeah i recommend that if you liked phone shop it's co-written by uh one of the phone shop creators and this uh yeah it's got some good uh good guest stars in it they're going to have um Phil Daniels was in Series Two One and returns for Series Two. Also, the wonderful one of my favourites, the wonderful Paul Kaye. And in Series One, they even had Merlin, the barman from
0: First Dates. Oh well, then yes. I'm in. I'm in. It's on my list. Yes. It's on my checklist. He, <laughs> that
1: <he's> is happening. <laughs> he's now <down> doing <laughs> acting cameos. All right. Well, we're nearly out of time. But uh, let's have a quick look at what's coming up next week. What have you got, Hannah?
0: Well. We've got Bliss on Amazon Prime and I thought this might bring it back. I know, Ian, you've, you've had a look at this too. Um, very excited about it. Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. We will be talking about it next week, um, but it's an interesting one. I'll leave it there.
1: Uh, we also have an exciting new series on Sky Atlantic called 000. Um, that features the wonderful Gabriel Byrne. And I think you're going to like this, Discovery Plus... Mary McCartney serves it up It's vegetarian Mary McCartney Ooh. Cooks for famous friends Including Cameron Diaz and Liv Tyler
0: Why wasn't I on that invite list? That's all I'm saying
1: Nigella is going to be furious tell <laughs> Anyway We look forward to talking about those But in the meantime <laughs>